Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our little corner of the internet, and welcome back to the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast. Creaky chair strikes again. You got, you got it. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. Wow. The 82nd episode of the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast is here. Too many. Hmm. Well, wow. if you've been with us before, if you're joining us for the first time, of course, we are your boys, Andrew. Marquise. And Max. And boy, let me tell you what. We've got an episode for you this week. Yeah, we do. Between, yeah, we do. between some of the stuff that happens on TNA and surprisingly stuff did happen on TNA. Some stuff. Mm-hmm. Some stuff did happen. And as you probably saw in the title, we will also be reviewing Total Divas. Yeah. Bring Woo! it back. Yeah. And as with Total Divas, there is always something to talk about going on there, especially in the first few seasons where yeah. everything is just... Everything. It's still the Wild West. So unhinged. They just don't fucking it's, care it's about insane. nothing yet. It's I mean, this so nuts. It's, it's like uh, the professor from the Powerpuff Girls <laughs> when he was mixing up all that shit, you know, like sugar, spice, everything nice and whatever. Chemical X is E-Network. Yeah. They they are making these women horrible people. Yeah, I agree. But we'll get to that. We will. Mm. Uh, so of course, be sure to check us out on Twitter at TOPRSPod. Hit us with that little follow ski. We'd highly appreciate that. And also be sure if you want to check out our Discord server to click the link in our pin tweet to join us there and hang out with all the boys. You can also get uh, alerts and notifications, and also get to talk with Stop the homies about stuff. You get to talk to us. Yeah, if, uh, yeah so that's something we... you'd like to do. I mean, you get the tweet notifications, and like that's when we we always tweet when the pod goes live. So, you know, yeah, then you know when the pod goes live. Yeah, we'll let them know when the server when the pod is live. But you know, sometimes I take five hundred thousand years to get around to uh, posting it out on Twitter. But hey, man, you know, social media is hard as fuck. Yeah, Discord's a lot easier, which is why you should just join the Discord. Yeah, then you'll be on top of all of the Taking Liberties content that is out there for you. Speaking of taking everybody's content, I'm going to skip forward because I'm already there. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash TOPRS pod. Of course, big thank you and shout out to our $10 patron, Aiden, and our $1 patron, Thief. Thank you, boys. Uh, Did we We ever confirm whether, you know what, I'm going to do it right here live on the pod. I'm going to confirm or deny whether or not old Nick, oh, it's possible. Oh. Did he, did he do the thing? Did he do the thing? Can I can I see? Can I look? Hello? No. Patreon Ooh. moment? Damn. Damn. Looks like Nick isn't a brother man the way he thought he was. That's rough. Damn, son. L son. We love you though. We do love, we do you. love you. But yeah, we got uh we got we got the movie watch along in the ten dollar tier. Uh we release episodes early most of the time. Pretty, I mean, we've been pretty on top of it recently with getting episodes yeah. out on Patreon early. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. is definitely a perk you will receive in the $1 or above tier. That is something you definitely will receive. Yeah, you definitely do get it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, be sure to check us out on all the podcast platforms. I mean, you're already listening to us, but I mean, we're on yeah. Apple Podcasts, yes. Google Podcasts, yes. Spotify, Correct. Anchor, Stitcher, Breaker, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Owlatail, Blueberry, Fly FM. Oh! Uh, not YouTube. Not you too. No. Sorry, Sorry homie. If uh, you know who you are, know who you are. Not oh, YouTube. Oh, brother. Not YouTube oh, brother. anymore. It's just a lot of work. Yeah, it's too much. But uh, 
processing sure, moment. Also be sure to leave us five-star reviews on podcast platforms, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We highly appreciate those, and we'll leave those. We will read those out here on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Without any further ado, I think it's time for us to talk about TNA Impact from May the 4th, Be With You, 2006. Woo, Star Wars. Yeah, shouts out to all the people who understood that. So we have like a cold open here. Jackie and Gail are having a big argument backstage that summons JB, Jeremy Borash. Yeah. He's Uh, kind of... He's like, oh, look at these women. He's kind of no clips in. (laughs) Yeah. Chris Harris comes through, tells Gail to fucking get Jackie in line already. Like, he's sick of her shit. Gail's sick of her shit. James Storm smashes a beer bottle and laughs like a maniacal sicko. And then we get the opening. No adrenaline rush this week. No adrenaline rush. Kind of sad, champ. Yeah, we got the old before the the new times. No, no adrenaline rush in this one. Just a yeah. So pyro show opens. Woo! We get straight to the action. AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels versus America's Most Wanted with Gail Kim and Jackie Gata for the NWA World Tag Team Championship. And I was confused. Mm-hmm. How yeah. how did they get a title match? So I missed the part where they even announced that it was a title match. I missed the I, part where they announced this match was happening well, now. Did, didn't they like say... They cha- no, they said... Last week yeah. on Impact in an interview, AJ said, "We are going to challenge AMW for the World Tag Team Championships." Yeah. He did say that. He said that. That's all he said. I I imagine though that yeah, I figured that would have a match this like, week against some like jobbers or whatever. Yeah, and then so had the match at sacrifice. Yeah. No. No, it's just. No, we're gonna build. We're gonna build the match for the pay per view by doing the match on TV, yeah. schmozzing it, and then running it back. Of course. Good booking. Uh, yeah, money. Uh, so I didn't have a whole lot to say about this match aside from I don't know how AJ and CD got the match so easily. I mean, they simply challenged AMW and they got the match. Yeah. Which is no, kind of no, crazy because they didn't even of, earn it. Uh, uh, they're held accountable. The current Ooh. TNA hierarchy, everything's getting reset. So, like, yeah, how did sh- they even get this to happen? Yeah, with all this shit, you would think any request sent to management would take, you know, six to eight weeks to to be formally approved due to uh litigation and other big words that have to do with business and finance and corporations and i don't know nothing about that shit because i'm just a person habeas corpus yeah yep Mm. forgot what that meant yep so gail interfere the finish Mm -hmm. gail interferes with with a hurricane runner attempt which traps aj when he get when he tries to get her into a styles clash or whatever uh James Storm hits the last call, the super kick on him, and wins the match. Yeah. Uh, there is definitely one note that I wanted to make note, or a couple of notes, actually. Okay, three notes, because two of them are Booba. Okay. True. Oh, God. <laughs> Booba was know, out of control in this one. That's why. Yeah. I, I, I messaged yeah. the Man. group chat because the second that AMW makes their entrance, you know, Camera's well, all Jack, on the J- women. Well, bro. Jackie Gata, you no know. Way Gail was taped down, brother, man. Well, if so anything, here's she the had thing. Push up bra because it, my goodness. Yeah, and Jackie yeah, well, was just letting it all hang out. Yeah, Jackie's got like you know the the very V shirt, like basically split down the middle. It's basically like a vest, very deep covering her. Yeah, yeah, it's got the titty window in it. But like, but, but this is beyond a titty window. This is like but, a window to her chest. Yeah, but Gail Kim, like 
she's definitely wearing a bra underneath, and I think Marquise is right. It's definitely a push-up bra because yeah. she's definitely not it's like the girls down. Because my goodness, my goodness. I I may be a spoken for man. I'm just saying what I saw. Them things were fucking thanging, and it yeah. was ridiculous, dude. It was all wild. Right. All right, but it was so I didn't did like the, all the titty, man. She's so much titty. Snap Rana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Snap Rana knocked out AJ. I guess she did the snap, the spike snap rana almost went for the pin yeah she did almost go for the pin and she had to fucking cup her booba because they were about to come out went down too fast what so good snap when she when she was on top after storm hit the super kick to go back up to do the actual hurricane rana i was scared that the that the titties were gonna pop out but they did not thankfully and i was like wow that's a lot of titty yeah. Uh, one last thing I wanted to say though is that um, AMW should have jet straight up just stole the world's greatest tag teams finish and just use it as a transition move. I was really fucking upset with that. Oh yeah, they did do so that. Upset with that. Oh, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that, but that's kind of no. Fun. They oh, the leapfrog with and the fucking rope hung. Oh, I was very upset with that. Mm. You know. I didn't note that, but that is bullshit, especially considering the world's greatest tag team is my favorite tag team of all time. They are top five yeah. for me, so I was very team Angle, to see that disrespect. Team Angle is my favorite group of all time, yeah. period. It's because those, really tracks, those track suits and those singlets were so OD. Also very good wrestlers. God, they're all so great. All really them, good all gimmick, them were too. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, and they're all really? just fucking wrestlemen. Oh, so great. They're wrestlemen, and they had one of the most charismatic talkers of all time with as the head too yeah they so, were the british they bloke had club before the british bloke club existed yeah and shelton benjamin yep. is arguably one of the most athletic people to have ever stepped foot in the business period i mean yeah bro, they had to make a mechanic in the game for him that's how fucking yeah is. Mm-hmm. like come on now not, not many better for him yeah, not many people can say that i mean i changed I, the game I, that's a legacy it's a legacy changed the game and he still looks incredible today and he's like what 50 he's thick he's thick as shit and he's 50 yeah yeah that motherfucker's 47 but he he looks like he's 38 yeah i think he's 38 yeah so moving on another tag match because god we know how to pace these shows team canada versus team mexico world x cup round one match yeah so Alex Shelley comes down to the ring with the perv cam, but he just, compl- I don't know what was, he, he came out with the perv cam, but he had no idea. I guess he forgot his tripod or something. I don't know. But he just had the perv cam, which was, he just had the perv cam. Weird. Uh, Johnny Devine looks like a one Alistair Ralph's little brother. Oh, I said Johnny Devine is back <laughs> off the bench. True. He is off the back. bench. And I also said, Shocker finally returns after what feels like a six-month layoff. It's, it's He's been while. gone for a while. Okay, so... While. I actually missed uh, the fucking... The shitty elbow yeah, like, and the fucking... The pose he does. It's an audio medium, so you guys can't see it. But yeah, he does this fucking, like... The step pose. Yeah, kumite, baby. Yeah, kumite shit. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's awesome. Oh, and that awful elbow. And also McDonald's commercial. Allegedly. I didn't fucking realize that this was... Is it Johnny Divine? Yeah, Johnny I, Divine. Johnny Divine. I, I thought AMW. I I thought AMW. Jesus. I thought A One just stopped doing roids and like 
No way. You actually <laughs> thought this was A1. I didn't know who it was. There's like, no way. Brother, he had Johnny with... Divine written on his singlet. No, oh, I man. saw Divine written on his tie, um, like right above his back, below his butt, or above his butt crack. And I was like, okay, so that's Johnny Divine. Got it. Yeah. yeah but, like, okay, but at least and... now I've been, I've confirmed my suspicion that this guy did look like A1's little brother. Oh, yeah. Definitely. No, but definitely yeah, I it, was, it was it was it was uh well in johnny divine's case he was more potly than buff to but... be fair i feel like the quality is so bad that i can never really get a good look at a1 that so that's I've the other never thing gotten too. a good look at a1 and the camera quality we, has definitely gotten better recently yeah well so, like, yeah we, ju we just got the spike 1080p even though it's not really 1080p no we're, so. that, no, we're at that fucking 480 we finally got for 360 yeah yeah it passed 540 oh, the other thing i wanted to say is i don't like i thought maybe it was just at the pay-per-view i hadn't seen shocker in a long time but this guy lost weight but he only lost yeah, it shocker. in his face yeah, yeah. facial weight <laughs> like his yeah, body yeah. is still that kind of like Coke. real husky big chest oh, guy but his face yeah he's a barrel-chested bastard yeah like me but like his fucking face i don't know brother he just looked like he got botox i was like what the fuck the hell and yeah, he did the fucking little spinny fucking elbow, and I wanted to hurt something. I wanted to hit a table. I, I wanted to go. I wanted to go find Austin Aries and talk about the rent room. Fucking I, I wouldn't. Elbow. I didn't take like any notes for this match. What I did say was that Shocker told off Shelly for not being in a McDonald's commercial, allegedly. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I, my final note. Do, do y'all have anything to say about this match? Uh, I said. Uh... I was trying to figure out the name of uh, the Lucha guy that he was with. Magno. Magno. Yeah. I was like, this is uh he sounds like a Power Ranger villain. That that was the only thing I really had to say. Shocker attempted a standing moonsault and just fucking headbutted Johnny Divine. Yeah, he oh, I do remember that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's about it. Other than that, I said he hit that sick pin thing again. Yeah, he did the, the cool trap yeah. pin. Yeah. He did a uh steal that. Yeah. A much more complicated oh, yeah, shocker shit. Oh yeah. This guy has got a lot of what? 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 He's got a lot of pins in his arsenal. Can't wait to steal them all. Those. Yeah. So uh, Team USA and Team Mexico are tied for first place in the World X Cup. Team Canada and Team Japan tied for last. Yep. That means yep. two, two, zero, zero. Yeah. Yeah. So then Larry Zabisco. Sorry. Larry, no, it's fine. Larry Zabisco joins commentary to announce that AJ and Daniels will have a rematch with America's Most Wanted for the Tag Team Championships at Sacrifice. Uh, I don't know where he has the power to do this, considering he's still on probation, allegedly. I don't know how any of this shit works. So this is what I had notated. Um, they cut to commentary where Larry is there and says something or other about banning some shit. I don't know, man. I have no interest in DNA tonight. I practice tonight. I'm tired. <laughs> okay, so he banned he banned Jackie and Gail from ringside for the match. Okay. Also, so there will be no interference, air quotes, in, in the rematch. Yeah. To, to give... Uh... Also, some some context. Larry Zabisco sounds like he has lost his voice. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he said like... he was sick. He said that uh, this whole probation thing was affecting his health. His health. He yeah. That, yeah. Which... I'm dying. If I don't get paid, I'm going to die. Brother, Agreed. take a lasagne, put a cough drop in. A lasagne? And fucking move on, brother. Sounding like you're fucking. Well, well if you want to move on, then well, Raven comes out of the crowd and Tanae begins to grill him about Abyss. Okay. 
Raven, Raven comes out of the crowd as Tanay begins to grill Zabisco about Abyss stealing the world title from Christian. He doesn't give an answer because he's too busy running around like a 24-7 jobber every week. Yes. That is what I said about that. So then we get a music video for the Sting segment last week. Marquise yeah. here said in the group chat, he said what? I said there's some ho-ass bitches for putting this in the middle of the show. <laughs> Damn right. Super lame. Yeah, God, was it? it was so well, lame. as it turns it out, it's time for the segment this week now. So yep. Jeff Jarrett, Scott Steiner come down to the ring. Sting comes down to the ring. It's showtime. Sting gives Jarrett one option this week. He says last oh. week... It was Buff Bagwell and Lex Luger this week. You get one option. Are you going to take it or are you going to leave it? See, I imagine that it was only one this time around because in my mind, Sting's paying for these appearances. He's so, okay, so hold on. I, I'm, I'm going I'm to ask you a question because I'm a, I'm a wrestling observer. I know I'm not a fan, but I'm still no, there No, there is a wrestling observer. I think that's Dave Meltzer. Yeah. Well... Oh, whatever. I'm a wrestling viewer. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're a wrestling watcher. Yeah, I watch WrestleGraphs uh, against my will. But, yeah, you do. Me too. But I don't understand why Sting is like, hey, I'm going to bring out these two guys. Oh, yeah, you're not going to face them at the pay-per-view, though. Then I'm going to bring out another guy. Like, is he trying to scare Jerry? No, I don't no, understand. But, no, okay, I think you're missing the whole point of this then, Max. Maybe I am. The entire, I don't the entire point of these segments is that Jarrett is being forced to choose who Sting's tag team partner at Sacrifice is going to be. Yeah. Sting, so, so Sting, so Sting, he, Sting, Sting has these people coming out because Jarrett hasn't chosen. And he said last week during the segment that he wasn't going to play Sting's mind games and he's not going to choose. Sting can bring whoever the fuck he wants to sacrifice because Jarrett and Steiner are going to win anyway. Yeah, the reason that this is happening is because last week Sting said, you know, I'm not going to choose who my partner is. You're, you're going to choose who your partner is. Yeah, you're going to choose who your opponent is. Yeah. And Jarrett said, I'm not going to play this game. Yeah. So that's why we're still doing it. Yeah, I still think it's really stupid. Oh, this is oh, very, this is very stupid. stupid. Like, no, well, you know, I like I, your head I, cannon though about staying paying these motherfuckers because that, you know, at least that brings well, some level of stakes to this. The, the Will only you thing please I choose someone. Of, the only thing I can think of out of kayfabe is just yeah, let's just bring in all these old WCW guys to get a cheap pop. Yeah, and it's, it's like whatever for these dudes. That's really all it is. But mm -hmm. I mean, in kayfabe, I'm sure, it's just it's business as usual. Supposed to be sting mind games or whatever, but you know. Not great. Uh, well, no, because well, Patrick Bateman's sting is really not hitting the way he should be. <laughs> no, he's not. Considering the source material he's drawing from, he should be uh he should be going around threatening people casually as if nothing's wrong. I I need somebody to now make an edit of Patrick of uh Patrick Bateman, excuse me, of fucking Sting coming out to Huey Lewis in the news. I, True. I need I, him. I need, I need him walking down the hallway with the Walkman. True. That with that too. fucking stone cold dead stare in his eyes. No paint. Yeah, Steve I Borden. want Steve Borden. That's what I. You know what? <laughs> Fuck the legend. It's time to retire. Bring back the, the man. man <laughs> it's time for the man to return. Ah. Bring me Steve. I actually do not want Steve. Me neither. But I don't want Steve or Sting. Well, Sorry. I don't want Sting either. But Sting. We know he's around for the long haul. Yeah, he's he's here oh, with us for he's good. He's here forever. He's with us until we're done. Yeah. Until yeah. We're not getting rid of him. He's with us for good. 
<sighs> man. Might as well enjoy him. I but guess. Yeah, so I do. Sting gives Jarrett his one option this week, and the lighting is going to absolutely cause epilepsy mm-hmm. because these strobes oh, yeah. are going off for no reason. They play the shitty Jeopardy knockoff music. Yeah. Steiner Steiner goozles Jarrett and tells him to take the fucking deal already. Just take the fucking deal. And man, it's a good thing he didn't. Why? For Scott. We saw his reaction to who it was. I don't think Scott cared. Well, we saw no, we saw what Scott's reaction to the to the who it was. I mean, I I think he would have been pretty upset. I don't think so. Anyway, Sting is down the rundown. You know, he says something about something or other. Uh, he's on the board of directors in some county, and that's a shoot. Uh, and he's uh, a wrestler at a uh, highly credited university. Uh-huh. It's uh, Rick Steiner. Ten-time yeah, so like NWA tag team champion. It's Scott Steiner's brother. The dog-faced gremlin. And they Ooh. did the pose, bro. Ooh. Yeah, they did. They did the pose. So, so Rick comes out. Scott and Jeff immediately dip out. They say they, they got they want nothing to do with this. I definitely think Scott would have just fucking shit canned his brother. They dipped out. They ran away. Because he's taking orders. They didn't even run away last week when both motherfuckers came out. If anything, Jarrett okay, Jarrett buried Buff Bagwell and then and sold then huge was, for yeah, uh was, decrepit Lex Luger. I was Luger. thinking about this the other day. Why was he why was he fucking giving him so much? I would have sold for crazy. Buff over Lex in that situation. Fuck, bro. At least that guy had muscles still. Very disrespectful on Jared's part. Okay, and so then we get to this next segment. We finally get to see the Paparazzi oh. Productions, Kevin Nash, You Shoot, Sean Oliver interview. Yeah, I just called the perv cam. So I'm just going to play this for you because Kevin Nash is a, is just, he's here to lie. Oh, also, I guess my one last note from that segment. Lumfow, uh, it was Rick. That's so awesome. It was awesome. I popped for it. I mean, I was happy to see Rick Steiner. At yeah. least it wasn't like some old fuck I didn't care about. Yeah. I mean, I. It was cool. I was like, oh, you know, it gives you a little, little story with Scott, but I, I don't know. But it doesn't mean what anything because he's not going to be at the pay per view. Yeah, exactly. Like, I guess I'm trying to figure out who it is. I think I have a good guess, but I don't know. I'm sure we'll be spoiled. I mean, I love the fact that Sting is looking to the past instead of at the actual TNA roster for a partner. Fuck I love em. that shit. Fuck him. Yeah. yeah why, fuck why all the guys who work here. How about I get some of these old bastards? That last time. He doesn't want that anymore. Yeah, what, what about uh, the, oh, all, you my, know, all, all my, these guys my that came warriors. to war for you? Yeah. Sting's yeah, warriors? That's, they've all moved on to bigger and better things. That's crazy. Have because they? honestly, if I were Sting, I'd probably pick like... Well, I mean, Styles is going with Daniels. What's Ron Killings doing? You know, he's doing something. Ron What's Rhino is, doing? Ron, Ron Killings is busy making music, bro. He doesn't need this TNA shit anymore. Rhino is having an existential crisis, like, constantly. He's a big fan. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so he he's dangerous, bro. I think he might be the one. He's trying to find his kids in Germany. See, no. You say dangerous. I say unreliable. Maybe. Possibly. I mean, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, kids exactly, don't love him. Exactly, so. It's possible. Yeah. But, yeah. Alex Shelley gets the exclusive interview. Yeah, let's talk about that in practice. That's gonna be a fun yeah, that's going to be something. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to play this interview for you because, uh, holy shit, Kevin, you are yeah. based. You got pulled up. Oh, yeah, true. I guess I should do that. My bad. You know, I guess I'm the only one who will hear it. Fuck you. <laughs> we'll just go off your reaction. Yeah, yeah, you Last did. year in October. That's right. And, uh... I've, you know, I've, I've seen Sting come back. I've seen Steiner come back. 
and my phone has it. My phone does ring. You can see that obviously it works. Oh, but sure. This, nobody's been taking it. My phone works. Well, that's got to make you feel pretty mad because, you know, these guys are your colleagues, you know. And, 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 and they're substantially underneath my stature. I mean, I could talk about it all day, but I think, you know, sometimes the pitch is a tall man. Words. That's and, true. Uh, what I, what I basically did here was I constructed a graph. Oh, wow. And, uh, this is going to be on the Twitter, God, by the way. This graph is so fucked. With, uh, with Hogan and what he drew that year, which was after. This is all profits, of course. Profits to the WWF at that time was $20 million. Bret In Hart 1993. $17 yep. million. Nash, as the Diesel character. Well over a hundred million. The diesel carried. Well over a hundred million dollars. Huge spike. Huge spike. Largest grossing champion in the history of, of the business. Including <laughs> merchandise. Merchandise would be a separate chart. Of course, Austin, a great <laughs> run. Austin, nearly, nearly, nearly up there with, with my run, but but nowhere close. And of course, the drastic drop off with with Rock there uh, after the Austin era. <laughs> So that's uh, in a nutshell. That kind of shows uh, where the businesses went. Lower than Brett, lower this than time Hogan. Right here, the NWO spike that that I, uh, with me at the helm, would have you know surpassed all this into three hundred million dollars. So, so really, you just took your spike from the WWF and moved it, and yeah, just moved it over to WCW. It, and and spiked went. them too. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of spiking. Imagine with me on Zephyrus water bottle. Great worker. In a skills. very blatant hotel room. Probably one of the most handsome guys ever to wrestle. Great physique. True. Stayed in shape my entire career. Drug free. Yeah, you're ah, yeah that's fucking that's balls. Okay, bro. What about Somas? Yeah, whatever. I think he's <laughs> got some good little guys. Go out and give you a good little match. <laughs> um, it's basically filler. <laughs> no, 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 bro. Please play the commentary clip after. Yeah, this. no. Okay. Let let Tanae say what Hold he wants on, to let say. Hold on, let me let's address what he said first, yeah. and then oh we'll listen God. to what I forgot to say. I forgot he said the filler shit. Okay, well my two lines for that were Nash is definitely lying, but it's hilarious because he's a worker. Uh, yeah, I am my, the highest grossing champion in the history my, of this business. Mine are, and I said this before we started filming. Uh, Kevin Nash is the most base wrestler to ever live, and he is maliciously spreading misinformation on the internet and to national television on Spike TV, and it's incredible. My next, my next note was, Kevin says the X Division is filler, and goddamn, I agree once again. All hints, no misses from this guy. <laughs> he yeah. is right. All hints, this no misses. This is filler. Uh, my notes for this were uh, Kevin has a graph that unequivocally proves that Diesel made more money for Vince McMahon <laughs> than any of the other motherfuckers people think did anything worth a damn. Damn near combined. Then I said, all caps, Nash buries the X Division into the fucking core of the earth. And my next note was filler. Filler. Rough. Filler. Rough. That's rough, oh, buddy. So incredible. So absolutely amazing. Okay, so then we cut to commentary, where just listen to just 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 listen. X division filler? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Earth to Nash. This is 2006. This isn't 1996, Big Kev. And by the way, did you get a look at that graph? Those ridiculous, exaggerated claims about how. 
Kevin Nash spike business when he was world champion. This guy's delusional. Not only that, how about those graphs? Poster board and a marker. It's something any three-year-old child could put together. And the spike, the spike <laughs> going straight up and down. You know what? If you took that graph and you turned it upside down, it'd be more accurate. And by the way, let's all tune in next week. <laughs> and let's see how much Kevin Nash's oh, nose grows. Oh, man. Fucking incredible. Thank you, oh. Tanae. And Don actually, actually, great commentary from the commentators. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, see, I wrote, Tanae is absolutely appalled by Nash's comments and the very clearly real and sourced graph. He was incensed by them. Uh, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say More something. More to come next week. Purely to pop myself and maybe one other person who will listen to this. It's like when... An old man, an old baseball fan reads baseball analytics. He doesn't believe them. He thinks that they're that they're false and hearsay. <laughs> no way. So then we get to the main event. Thankfully. Thankfully, TNA is finally fucking over. Mm-hmm. Alex Shelley versus Christian Cage. Christian finally getting his shit back for Shelley being a fucking freak. Tons Shelley and tons of heat. So much. An unnecessary, an ungodly amount of heat. That the biggest problem with TNA, by far for me, other than just the boringness of it all, is that the like these guys are just getting way too much heat. I know Marquis says that every week too, and I Andrew think, too. I think my issue, you no, know my issue with this match annoying. is what it's happening three weeks too late. Yeah, I also agree with that because honestly, if because you know they clearly think TNA fans are stupid as shit. Yeah. So yeah. how how are they how are they in the same breath going to assume anybody remembers the fact that Alex Shelley did awful shit to Christian's wife? Realistically, <clears throat> Alex Shelley is the reason all the shit has happened to Christian. Mm -hmm. Correct. He should be more it. mad. This at match should have happened at the pay per view. Should have got this match way earlier. Yeah, they should have. Mm -hmm. I don't know what was going on, bro. Like, I mean, that that was the real angle. Yeah. None of this abyss shit. Abyss was just along for the ride. Yeah. Agreed. But Shelly comes down to the ring, hands off his camera to one of the ring girls who I genuinely thought for a split second was a very young Veda Scott. I think it was still Cowbell. Was it? Yeah. I also thought it could have been her, but like I just really thought Veda Scott for some reason. I'm pretty sure she was like 18 at... She, I oh, know God. when she joined the roster, she yeah, whoever, who, who, yeah, if that was so Cal Val that he handed his fucking camera off to, she looked like she was straight out of high school. A child, yeah. A child. Yeah. Too young to be around all these weirdos. Yes. In this crowd. But I mean, to her credit, she said she loved it. So. Hmm. so Christian Cage comes down to the ring without his championship like a fucking chump. Bitch champion, terrible champion, awful champion. Yeah. Hairs ratio asked. Edge wouldn't let that happen. Honestly. Nope. Yeah, yeah did Edge ever come down to the ring without his championship? I think not. And if you can fact check me on that and I'm wrong, I don't care. No, you can't. You can't, you know why? Because I'm right. And because, you know, people listening to this are wrestling fans. So the match no starts. Shelly tries to explain what happened to Chris, you know, trying to make amends or whatever. But Christian just unloads a furious... He unloads furious punches on Shelly. Yeah, just slapping the face. Beating the shit out of him. Dog tackle. And then just a fury of punches. And then Christian yep. gets Shelly outside on an office chair. Gets himself a headset to do a spot The Rock did. Far better. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, he says, I'm going to make a movie. This one's called Boot to Face. And then he boots Shelly in the face. Yeah. Uh, uh, he 
he's the one that does the commercial or cut to commercial. Yeah, and he says, yeah. Oh, I'm, hear I'm, I'm, I'm hearing from production that we have to cut to a commercial break. And all I can think of that moment was, damn, it's crazy that for the... <laughs> That's been one of the very few times where the production truck told the worker they're going to commercial. True. True. Genuinely, that was a thought I had was, damn, there was no middleman for that, huh? There was no middleman. I also thought it was pretty lame because he was like, yeah, you know, I was just told my headset we have to cut a commercial. You know, stick around for TNA. It's what all the cool kids do. Just saying, oh, God. I cringed very He's hard. So white. Okay, okay. So I know he has the headset on. Like, I went back and watched that to make sure so I couldn't just shit on him. But, man, in kayfabe, you're going to tell the world, champ, hey, champ, we know you're wrestling right now. Time to cut the commercial. commercial yeah, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, see, if I were Christian, I would have told production, screw your commercial break. Keep it live. The people deserve to see me. Yeah, no shit. Like, no, we got to pay some bills. Yeah, we got to pay some I bills. I got to get paid here. They need every fucking dollar they can scrape to pay me. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I had to pay Nash just for the interview. 15K yep. and a steak dinner. Yeah. Came out of his own mouth. So then, uh, head-to-head <laughs> -head contact on a house show dive by Shelly. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, straight up, straight the, up the top of Shelly's head slammed into Christian's chin. Rough. Yeah, as soon as I thought, I was thinking, man, that might be one of those Christian concussions. Possibly. So they get back into the ring. Christian reverses slice bread into what I'm prettier, pretty cool style to win the match after some back and forth. And then my last note for the show, basically, is why is Sacrifice only a week away? Is it only okay, a week away? that's yes, what I was week. thinking. That shit's so crazy. Ten days? We just had a pay-per-view two two weeks ago. Or yeah, week, three weeks. Week. Yeah, it was three, yeah, it was three week pay-per-view cycle. Oh. It's really fucked up. Oh, and then one final thing. As the show closes, James Mitchell and Abyss are hiding under the bleachers. Oh, yeah. Also, I had a note. Uh, Christian didn't say TLC, so I'm sure those cease and desist came in. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, Mike Tanay said, you know, tables, ladders, chairs, and chains. You had to make sure to get that chains in there, you know. Full Metal Mayhem. Yeah. You know what? That explains why James Mitchell and Abyss were under the bleachers. He was still hmm. in a catatonic state after... I'm telling you, man, the way Abyss sold Christian saying TLC last week, just... He knew some fucking gets, awful he's, shit was he's, coming. He's, he's, he's stun locked him? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's stunlocked him? A week, a week <laughs> later, he's still on stunlock. Jeez. He broke he his shield. Shook. Shields Jeez. down, stunned, timer still ticking. That's crazy. Yeah, he's got that red timer in the fucking lower corner, bro. He has he can't move. He can't do nothing. He can't. He can't. He just can't. It's very unfortunate. I see. Crazy. That. It is now time. Oh my god, it is finally time for the new Yeah. Woo! Bullshit in between segment. Mm -hmm. I have christened this the Taking Liberties Would You Rather segment. That's the name. Fuck you. Goddamn right. That was the full name of the segment. Yep. So essentially what we're going to do is we have taken the time, all of us individually in our free time, to put together some hypothetical wrestling-based would-you-rather situationables. And what we're going to do is we're all going to each individually go one at a time and present our would-you-rathers, while the other two will have to answer them and also provide an explanation as to why they made that choice. And it's, I mean... We can also discuss the other option if it, you know, if it's interesting. Yeah. Something to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but 
I'm I'm gonna go first just because I have just so many. Yeah. Because yeah. I was on top of this. You go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mr. Working Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I am the worker here. Or whatever. You are. Apparently. Something like that. So would you rather there were no guaranteed deals in wrestling, but proper employee status mm. in the big companies. Mm. Or even bigger money deals everywhere so much money but the wrestling business itself is a fucking hellscape what do you mean by that i mean like it's even worse than it is me now. two times 20 yeah oh but not like literally but you know what i mean like just like general wrestling shittiness i don't want to equate yeah, yeah money yeah. deals to all that but you know what i mean the shittiness that befalls wrestling now but way worse so Guaranteed employee status. But no guaranteed deals. No guaranteed deals. I... Mm. Or everybody gets paid huge money, but the wrestling business is fucking absolutely hell. The thing hmm. is, I feel like with employee status comes, like, salary and shit like that. It know? definitely comes with salary. I would I would assume that you are on, like, a... Well, see, that would, depend, that, would, that would depend on the employer. Who knows if you're getting paid hourly? I assume that wow. you get, like, yeah, if it's an Who's hourly pay rate or a you get paid hourly? Or if it's a per show thing. That's crazy. Hmm. But you would probably get health insurance for sure, which, I mean, we yeah. kind of know the difference. Yeah, but, I mean, but, 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 yeah. but with even bigger money means it's it's a lot easier to pay those fucking premium insurance bills. Things, wow. things to consider. Yeah proper employment or even more money rights or money all right (laughs) i am going to go ahead and answer on the side of employment Mm -hmm. um for the sake of well you know andrew you and i talk about one of the reasons that we want to get into the wrestling business is to ultimately make money. Leave it better. Make money. Or that. Leave it better. Than, <laughs> yes, leave it a better place and we find it. And we find it. But actually, and not like one asshole who was lying and actually made it worse. Yeah. So, with that being said, I feel like in my heart of hearts, I would need to, as long as I can have stability, you know, I can sacrifice those huge money fuck matches. Yeah. Uh, for the sake of the business being better. So you'll take an hourly wage as a wrestler over... <sighs> is, that, is that what you're saying? Oh, I would negotiate salary, but yes. Okay. I. You know what? That was a very good answer. If if Max doesn't give a better one, you win the segment. Maybe. <laughs> is it winning? Yes! <laughs> is there not always winning? Yeah, what, that's what do you true. Say? What do you say, Max? I In mean... Rights or big money? I definitely agree with marquise's sentiment i think that's the way that i side and i'm going to choose but for the betterment of the segment if there's <laughs> more money that means more money for us we're True. also not gonna we're also not gonna get canceled because we're not fucking assholes or idiots yeah we're gonna keep the money coming in so selfishly more money but actually and, and realistically, I really do agree with Marquise's sentiment about as much as we are doing this for money, because obviously everybody needs money. Obviously. 
it's a it's a world's world out here whatever people say uh you have to also think about your fellow man and we also have talked about our values of making wrestling a lot better which is also why like when people ask well you sound like i always tell people yeah i watch tna every week they're like oh you must love it i'm like no i fucking hate it they're like well why do you keep doing it because one i i have to it's part of my job at this point it's it's not even a choice anymore yeah but but also it also gives me a little bit of this is not what i want to be doing or seeing or making when Ooh. I get into the business, so these are this goes it's on my list of learn. things not to do. Yeah, exactly. Learn from the mistakes of others. And God, there are yourself. so God, there are so lots of mistakes. So fucking many. All right, which which of you two would like to I think present? I'll, I think I'll go next. Present for the class. Yeah, I'll go next. <clears throat> Please Stop. come up front. Oh, oh, stage fright. So. Whoa. You know, crazy. I actually got over stage fright by presenting in class. In class, mm-hmm. uh, my teacher made us present uh, current events every week. So that that yeah, I got over it by actually performing on stage. So the thing that helped, I remember one time. It was a current event, and it was honestly a brutal story, but I knew it would pop the class, and I knew that would make me feel more comfortable. So it was talking about some fucked up shit. Yeah, that sounds so right. It was some Florida. Florida man. Some Florida man. Crocodile? He like beheaded his wife and like defiled the body or some shit like that. To pop the class. And it popped the class because no one was expecting me to <laughs> break that story yeah, out. I didn't expect someone to fucking talk about that. So um, that helped me get over stage fright. Was that when you were in Georgia? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Well, at least it was like nearby. Yeah. Anyway. I. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, I got over stage fright when I did my eighth grade speech. I was one of like five kids that got chosen to talk about like the class Uh of. And I made everybody laugh because I said, I sit before you today. And it was an awkward laugh. All the teachers were like grimacingly laughing because they're like, I don't think I should be laughing at this. They don't want to lose their jobs for finding that funny. But that's fucking funny. And yeah. So that's how I hey, got bro, over it's it. It's okay like, as long ah. as the guy himself makes those jokes. Right. Yep, exactly. So yeah, that's how I got over it. Because I used to be like, oh man, I hate my voice. I hate the sound of my own voice. I'm going mean, to hear it over the loudspeaker. I'm going to hate myself. That, that's just that's, that's a thing. But also, to yeah, be fair, exactly. my voice sounds a lot better in my head than it sounds outside yeah, of it. Yeah, that's how it goes as well. Yep. Agreed. Anyway. So, fellas. Yeah. Would you rather... Mm-hmm. Not have the uh, summer of punk. Which one? Or the the, the second one? one no, the same. one okay. that people actually like the sec the second the first one? one the very the first, first one? one the Ring of oh. Honor one. Okay, the second yeah the second yeah. one. Okay, never mind the, the Fed one. Uh huh. Would you rather right. not have the summer of punk, or not have the Kane debut? Oh. People. I know that people hold both mm. those moments in very, very high regard. Mm. Yeah, I don't even like CM Punk like that anymore, and I still think that was an incredible run. I mean, I agree. I've definitely soured on Punk, but he's still one it's of still my. A I, mean, run. With, without I mean, without I've the, heard with, so many times people say, "Oh, it's the pipe bomb that brought me back into wrestling." That's 
Yeah, well, I know for without... you, what, pretty much bred you as a smart fan. Yeah, I think that moment is what began my descent into where I am now. Like, genuinely, I think when he mentioned Ring of Honor, that was it. Like, I mean, without, I think that was without Punk having the title, I was, I mean, I became a fan when he was world champion in October of 2012. So, oh my god, the fucking hell in a cell pay per view. Yeah, the right, that, like, that was the only pay per view. That was the only pay per view from WWE we ever bought besides yeah. WrestleMania. It was that one. Well, and sometimes he, the Rumble. I just remember scrolling. I mean, I think I've said this before a couple times on the pod. I remember scrolling through the channels and I saw the opening of Raw and it was a flashback of Hell in a Cell. And I saw Paul Heyman barking orders ah, from outside Brad the Maddox. cell at Punk. And Brad Maddox, the referee, low blowing. Right back sure. while he had CM Punk up for the shell shock. And I was like, what is this? I'm semi interested. It looks awful. It's crazy. But it looks funny. You know what's crazy is that when I was watching that pay per view with my dad, I firmly wanted Ryback to win that match. I'm oh, sure I'd be, that, I, I firmly wanted Ryback to win. I'm I, sure that so, I did goodbyes. Sorry, Marquise. Yeah. I did like really goodbyes. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like the third. Highest pay per view of the year, like behind WrestleMania and SummerSlam, mm -hmm. like that pay per view did really well. Yeah, it did really well because I mean it was such a simple build. Yeah, it was the undefeated was monster the undefeated Ryback monster versus, versus the reigning champion. Yeah, it was rain. I mean, yeah, and I bought that pay per view. So shit, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah, it did really good buys. Yeah. The first WWE live event I ever went to was in the Staples Center, and they ran back Punk versus Ryback, and they had eight by tens signed by Cena, Ryback, and Punk. There was one left of each, and I bought the Ryback one. Like, Ryback right. was my guy. Yeah, see, yeah, back in 2012, Ryback oh, really he was, was the, so over. He was Goldberg, bro. He was that fucking guy. Yeah. I didn't like he, him, but he was very over. He was over with me. Because I wasn't, I mean, I was smartened up a little bit, but, like, not that much. Yeah, I was smartened up by that point. So I, I didn't yeah, know. I I was greener than God's green earth. I was like, yeah, this guy fucking rules. Yeah, you were He's, new. <laughs> yeah, I was new. So, yeah, but, yeah. Man, uh, Summer of Punk I guess, or Kane? I guess I would say you'd say rather not have, right? Like I have to yeah, pick which one do we have to lose? Yeah, which one do you have? To, which one would you get rid of? Uh, I mean, debut? I literally am or not Summer a wrestling Punk. fan without the Summer of Punk, so I have to say Kane, and that's my best reasoning I can give. I guess to support it, as much as maybe we don't like CM Punk, as Andrew said earlier, that run is still pretty fucking good. See, it's not okay. as good as it could have been. It's great that you did. It's crazy. Yeah. It's great that you said that, Max. Because honestly, I would I would choose to keep Kane's debut over the Summer of Punk. Okay. Because I don't blame you. Oh my! Could it be? I think I also. It is. It's gonna be Kane. So, personally, I also would choose to keep the Kane debut. Kane is also. I also because have to say, probably... OG Kane is in my top 10. It's probably the greatest wrestling debut ever. I mean, he fucking like, came out, cleared those motherfuckers out, tore the cake. Oh my God. From a visual aspect, from a storyline aspect. Beautiful. It, it, it was, was storytelling. It was so perfect. It was storytelling. Um, and also, mm -hmm. I think that Summer Punk ruined wrestling, so. That's fair. fair. Yeah, well, it ruined my life. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's how I feel. I'm only. Yeah, that's how I, I feel it, too. It's, it's it's genuinely sad to think that I'm only here today because of CM Punk. Yeah, me too, brother. Fucking asshole. Yeah, man. The summer, or not even the summer of punk. No, it was the pipe bomb, dude. That's all it fucking bomb, took. The pipe bomb, bro. 
Like, yeah, I, I, I've gone about this song advance plenty. Of yeah, time. it changed wrestling forever. Yeah, or worse. Whether we like it or not. Yeah. Well, um, how it goes. But it's just my opinion, folks. Please do not jump down my throat. If you like the pipe bomb and the summer of punk. That's and, you, bro. I don't care what yeah, you like. I, I know I, what I like. I genuinely do not care. God, I don't care. I care even less than you think I don't. Yeah. Which is below zero. All right, Max. Lay all right. thick. All Let right, me, brother. So this is a hypothetical. Thick. All right. Would you rather have had Scott Hall have, let, let's just say, one of Hogan's WCW world title reigns. Scott Hall finally gets the big one. He gets treated very well. He gets a very good six-month reign and is like the actual leader of the NWO for a while. Let's say Hogan got hurt okay, or something. Okay, so Hogan's out and Hall takes over and yeah. Nash. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or, and I'm mostly saying this just because I feel like these are two very, we talk about these guys a lot, and they never got their their deserved due, due respect as world champions. Monty Brown beats Jeff Jarrett and gets a nice six-month reign as the oh, NWA World Heavyweights Champion. Fuck you, that is brutal. I, uh, I know it's brutal. brutal. Wow. I know it's brutal. Scott because Hall is... or Monty Brown. Wow. wow. That is... uh, I told you. Loaded. I told you guys it was a good one. That's loaded. Yeah, it is loaded. Man. Because you have Man. the guy who... Yeah, you have one guy who really should have had it. Yeah. In, in multiple companies. We're not is... even talking like just in WCW. should have gotten in the yeah. bed too. Yeah. Razor Ramon should have been WWF champion at least once. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or... I, feel, I feel the same way about Mr. Perfect and Roddy Piper. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought about doing robbed. perfect versus uh, uh snake as well versus Hall, but yeah, now got robbed. Yeah, um, and Snow then you have Monty Brown, who we talk about every he week. Was right, he was right there. He's God, so he good. God, he would have fucking put that product on the map. Great character, great promo, incredible finisher, super yeah, fucking super, charismatic, super over. He had it. He had everything. Fucked up question. I know, it's brother. Like, man, I can't even. I can't even. <sighs> so, I mean, I. All right. So for me, the the like choices boil down to: Do I want to do what's right? What you want? Do I want to do what's right for the business, or do I want to do what's right in my heart? Like that. That's really what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like those are the. Ah, it's fucked up. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, for me, I'm just, I'm trying to figure out who I think deserves it more. Which, that's hard, because yeah. obviously we watch this awful product every week. I mean, yeah, I see Monty Brown, although I haven't been seeing him recently. Man, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know what he's doing. He's always there for me. Oh, man. God. All right, hold on, hold on. And this hypothetical with Scott Hall, is he on drugs? I yeah, Is he still laughing? Yes, yes, Scott yes Hall? or no. Answers only. Is he on drugs? Yes or no. I'll say no. I'll say Scott's clean. Scott got the title and See for me, see for me that makes you want to give it to Monty even more. Hmm, really? Yeah, I mean, I don't like to say it, but like, to be honest, wrestlers on drugs just seem to be on a different level. 
Yeah, but oh, I don't God. Think, I don't think Monty was fucking... She might have been. No, Monty was definitely sniffing lines off those ropes, bro. I'm telling you. For the sake of biting well, the but, bullet. But I'm, but I'm speaking strictly about Scott Hall. I mean, obviously Monty's clean. Yeah. But For the sake of biting the bullet, I will go ahead and say Scott Hall. Um, he should get the, the, the rain. I especially think that if he were sober during the rain and, you know, he could prove to be reliable, man, WCW made a lot more fucking money than they did. The wrestling business in general made a lot more fucking money. I think, okay, I think another part of it, too, would be specifically talking about in this hypothetical is exactly when in the timeline of the NWO this would have happened. Right? Because I feel like at certain points it would have been far more advantageous for Scott Hall to be world champion than others. Yeah. Because, like, imagine Scott Hall is WCW world champion well, in, like, yeah, 1999. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm honestly, I'm going to side with Hall on this one, too. Yeah. I mean, okay. in my heart, in my heart it's Monty, Monty Brown, but in, in my, my mind... I want to choose Monty. It's, it's my mind so, versus my heart. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I was going like I I think Eileen Hall too, just for the fact of man, so I, many, just so many more years too. Like man, he had so much time they never gave it to him. Yeah, but I also wonder if Monty Brown would have gotten like this rub. Maybe he gets another run or two in TNA. Then he goes to the Fed, and maybe he. I don't think he gets like a world title over there. Maybe he gets like no. A nice I'm sure Marcus Corvon still wouldn't have done shit. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. See, if, if if anything, it would have been even more disappointing if Monty were super over coming off of TNA. Maybe, yeah, and, and mm. he had all that shit yeah. in the song and uh, ECW. Yeah. ECW. ECW thing was, was, was good. But... Yeah, but I'm talking about him yeah. being in ECW. Yeah, that was not good. Yeah. Well, right. That was the Taking Liberties Would You Rather segment. That's an moment. Fuck you. Yeah. Damn right. It's now time for the main event of the 82nd episode of the Taking Liberties Pressing Podcast. Where this week we watched Total Divas, Season 1, Episode 4, The Fat Twin. Is that what the name of it was? Yeah, that was the name of the title of the episode. Yeah, it was literally called The Fat Twin. Subtitled The Fat Twin. That's awful. So this episode begins with Natty and Nikki. They're both out on the city together when Nikki sees a lingerie shop. And uh, she, she in the confessional, says Natty needs to get a dicking down super hard, super sexy oh, yeah. style. She needs, yeah. she needs fucking cock in her oh, She needs cocky yeah. wacky. Yeah. Nikki straight up says, God, she needs that passionate raw sex that makes a woman feel like a woman. I was like, what? As soon as I heard that line, I was thinking, damn, I used to watch this with my dad? Oh, my I used to watch this with my sister. I used to watch this with my sister, bro. I was 12. What, what I also was none of these 12. lines hit me at all. Yeah, what a fucking line. That's crazy. Oh. But yeah, Nikki is at the shop. She's like, oh, I'm going to buy something cute for John or whatever. You know what? Speaking about that line that, that Nikki said, that makes me think, damn, John must be giving it to her crazy style. Well, yeah, we see... Later in the series, Nurse Nikki. what their sex life consists of, and all those toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm sure it makes were... sense that John Cena, as robotic as he is, would be a sexual deviant. Yeah, but monogamous, monogamously. 
Yeah, but still a sexual deviant. Yeah, just only. Oh, I, 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 I imagine he goes to bed after having sex, wakes up, has sex, and then it's like, all right, hold on, come back, I want to have sex again, and then I'm sure his, I'm sure his T levels are fucking out of control. Oh yeah, is he? He's not married yet, is he? Is just his fiance? Sean is married. He's married. Mm -hmm. I'm sure his wife. Yeah, she's 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 getting it. She's she is fulfilled (laughs) in lots of ways. I'm sure. All of them. Yeah. Most all of them. Yeah, I'm sure John wakes up, busts a nut, hits the gym while his T levels are fucking skyrocketed. You know, probably, pro- probably get some squats in so you can really just feel like all the manliest. Yeah, make his balls drop. Yeah, you know, come back home, eat. You know, fuck. <laughs> yeah, get the day like started. Like an animal. Yeah, get the day started. Probably memorize some lines. You know, John Cena things. Film some scenes. Be peacemaker. Yeah. Go walk around in the costume for a few hours. I'm sure, he's thinking in Jap or thinking in Chinese while all that's going about. Yeah, he's thinking about that time that he almost got assassinated by the Chinese government. Yeah, no, hell. By the way, Taiwan is a country. Bing chitting. And I'm gonna say that shit with my Bing chest. Chitting. Freedom for Taiwan and Hong Kong. Agree. Yes. But anyway, Nikki. Oh man. So so Nikki convinces Natty to try on some some stuff. Yeah. And as she was talking about, you know, Natty needs to get that fucking dick in. All I could think was Nikki should give her some pointers. <laughs> Just my opinion. Uh, so then Ariane Cameron, Cameron is trying to get her bag up. And that may involve getting her bags up. <laughs> you know, I'll give you that. Thank you. I thought that was hilarious. It was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. said, damn, I want to be, I want to get over these fans. I got to have fucking big old titty, titty, titties. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Trinity's yeah. like, girl, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, bro. You want to get over these fans, put in the work. My yeah. favorite thing about, well, yeah, here's my favorite good. thing about yeah. Trinity. Sorry, Marquise. No, 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 yeah, just get good. Well, don't pin funny... somebody on their fucking stomach. Well, the funny thing is, is, you know, they talk about her getting titty surgery and the first thing trinity is like uh if you take time off i'm taking time off too i don't think we're you should start, be doing and they were this. just starting to get hot yeah yeah and this is when you know the funkadactyls are yeah, actually like, on tv yeah, every week yeah, 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 Funk was on everything she's like we're up yeah. and running you know you can't just take this time off yeah what the fuck and she also said or one of the things she also said is that yeah if you get nude titties that is not going to fit your frame at all mm-hmm. it's going to fuck you up yeah well, they have an autograph signing to get to mm-hmm. with the Bella Twins. Yeah. So they're at their little cart outside of the uh, the event. Yeah. And God, I can't help but fear these days for myself when wrestling fans are still freak-ass, sick-ass weirdos. Oh, You're yeah. beautiful. Oh, I love you so much. You're oh, my favorite. Old dudes taking pictures of them. Uh, young boys being, being young boys. Bro, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not sorry, actually. I am not sorry. I'm going to call out men right now. I feel sorry. As a man, I feel, I, I feel sorry. sorry, but I am not sorry. I feel sorry for a lot of these women. I'm going to call out men right here, right now, as a man. Yeah. Y'all need to fucking clean your act up. Yeah. Cool Agreed. it. For real. Fucking cool it. It's okay to be horny at the right time. Yeah. An autograph signing is not the time to be horny. No. The time to be horny is we're on a podcast with your homies. Because right. I'm always bricked up. At all times. Am I right? 
Damn right. Can you confirm? Can confirm. Thank you. I mean, look, brother. Just because I find a woman attractive does not mean I have to act up on it. You can just keep it to yourself. I know. Trust me, bro. She knows you think she's hot. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's. She knows. I think that's the biggest part. She knows. You don't need to tell her. I promise you don't need to tell her. So then we cut to Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, and Brie. They're in their hotel room together talking about getting some food. But Brie... Some pancakes or whatever. Brie is concerned about keeping herself extra slim. You know, she got to get those three pounds off. Yeah, those three pounds. Always, Brian's like, you're always talking about these three pounds. These mythical three pounds are always on about. Look at you. You're already slim. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah he doesn't... He, you know, he he's like, whatever, you know. But he's always aloof. Yeah. As he always is. He's, he's, he's Brian. Brian Danielson. He's Brian, Brian Danielson. Yeah. yeah. And I love... So... When I was watching the show, I loved Brian. Oh, Brian was uh, definitely near... Brian and John Oose were well, just the, the the hallmarks of, and probably because and you know, men we're we're all men here, so yeah. obviously I'm gonna gravitate to the men on the show a little bit more because they're so they're rare. Well, but we get them. Not only that, it's just that Cena to an extent he's hilarious. Um, John Oose to an right every time. And Brian Danielson, to an extent, they all just feel like people. They're all people. Grounded individuals, whereas everyone else is batshit insane. Everybody but Trinity. And she, and she has her moments. But Trinity. She, she has her moments. But they are few and far between. Yeah, and I can specifically name them. Yeah. Versus everyone else who, it's every episode, every day. All the time. All always the time. on menace timing. Yeah. Black Air Force energy, always. Always on go. For no reason. Mm-hmm. Speaking of always on go or the lack thereof, oh, God. Natty gets home to her man's TJ Wilson and the kitties. Mm-hmm. Natty wants TJ to take a break from watching wrestling to uh, to go out with her, he but he, he's busy watching fucking Daniel Bryan tape. Yeah, he's watching Daniel, Daniel Bryan versus, versus the King. Shield. No, he's watching Thank Team Hell No versus the Shield at Extreme Rules. Oh, yeah, it? yep, oh, definitely. Sure. I thought I thought I saw Bryan kicking Kane. No, like, no, it was Bryan Roman. Mm-hmm. But yeah, TJ's hanging out with the cats, watching fucking the pay-per-view or whatever. Natty's like, let's go out or whatever. He's like, no, nah, no way. Nah, I'm watching nah, wrestling nah, right nah. now. So then she goes into the other room. Yeah. She comes back. Just about naked. Yeah. As naked as she can legally be yeah. on television. On ETV. On E on the E network. She's as naked as she can possibly be in this lingerie that she tried on at the at the shop with Nikki. Yeah. And he's like, Why are you wearing why are you wearing that for? <laughs> My, oh my god jeez dude i could never dude come on now okay so he was told to say that for, for There's no because i mean she even said like oh you're watching wrestling again huh um don't you think we like watch enough being around it all the time he's like never yeah, get oh, enough gonna, never get enough shut up you know she's like i'm trying to watch he said never get enough he said i never get you. enough there's he never said, enough said, said, what are you wearing that for like, dude. And she literally presents herself to him like a piece of meat or something. Like, like, please take me. Oh, and he's man. like, no way. I'm watching Brian Danielson, bro. I mean, I dragon is cool and all. But your your fiance is right there, three quarters of the way naked, yeah. begging you to give her the dicking down of a lifetime. And all you can say is, what are you wearing that for? Is absolutely. This is what I call an unhinged moment. Yeah. I will say, as man who has gone through a lot of pain, a lot of injury, yeah, sometimes 
being hurt will definitely lower your want, I guess, to have sex. But after a while, though, if your partner comes out in incredibly revealing lingerie, I mean, Natty came out fucking let it free. She was all but begging. Yeah, she didn't didn't exactly say the words, but she just she begging. She even put her head on his lap. Trying to get him to fucking do anything. Nothing. Couldn't even get a fucking, not even a poke. She gave him a, or he gave her a noogie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he did. Ah, oh, Crazy. Rough. So then we have Eva Marie, Jojo, and Nikki having lunch together. Cameraman gets a creep shot at Eva's phone, which gets super blurred out anyways. Yeah. But Eva shows Nikki a reply from her Instagram where someone, some some asshole fan says, uh, Nikki is so the fat twin. So, so many O's. So many O's. And this sets forth the A plot of this episode. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, obviously Nikki's like, oh, well, whatever, bro. I like to see this guy say that shit to my face or whatever. But obviously it affects her a little bit. Yeah, because, you know, she's fat or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I get we, that. But then we cut... From Nikki having lunch to Nikki having dinner. Yep. With Brie and Brian. They're out. Nikki gets dessert and Brie hops on her ass about it and is like, damn, bitch. To be fair, this dessert looked fucking banging. It was a lava cake covered in fucking like vanilla ice cream, but like super art, you know, unnecessary. This is like a $50 lava cake. It was plated. Oh, yeah. It was plated. And it had had fucking strawberry on top of it. Looked delectable. Yeah, it yeah, did look, it did look good. delectable. Yeah, and then um, yeah, Brie was like, "Damn, bitch, you gonna eat all that? That's crazy!" <laughs> Damn, we just had dinner. You're crazy, still eating. Man. We have a photo shoot coming. We gotta look identical. Nikki's like, "Well, oh, bitch, man. I got big titties, so like, fuck you." Yeah, we already don't. What, what's up? Yeah, so oh. whatever. And then Brie challenges Nikki to a 21 day cleanse, no alcohol. And I wrote my notes. Nikki is going to fail on day two. No dessert. If she's got a strong will. No dessert and no alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. Also, so I know that this show is fake. We all know. Yep. That. It's scripted. Correct. <laughs> In this sense, it is literally scripted. Okay. We know that this show is a work. How about is that? Does that work for you, brother, man? It's good fake. God, is that, brother. Is that, is that good for you? It's fake, buddy. It's scripted, right. pal. Right. It's a work, guy. We know that this show is not up to snuff. We know that. We understand that. Jesus, fuck. But uh, there is no way that no way. Brian Danielson. All right. Given that Brian Danielson said he didn't learn to lie until Cody, which is almost 10 years after this. He said, Nikki, there is no way in hell you will be able to do this cleanse. There's just no way. You don't have the willpower to do it. Yeah, he said it straight to her face. There's no yeah. fucking way no. you're do you, He said, you do not have the willpower to do it. I do not think you can do this. He said that, like, that she doesn't have the gut. Well, she doesn't have the like, gut. This, this is about to be your sister-in-law. Like, holy shit. Well, I was like, oh, man. I know this man meant that with his whole chest. Because he is not. Yeah, he said it straight to her face at the dinner this, table. This man can't lie yet. So I know he meant it. <laughs> You can't lie yet. So yeah, I know he's he taught to lie by Superman. Yeah, I know. He... That's crazy. Wow. That is true. Yes, sir. Uh, Ariane is truly a different breed of shark. So she... 
she asked Trinity to come with her to the plastic surgeon yeah, for so a consultation. Yeah, so they're in uh, they're in Hollywood or they're in they're LA, LA for SummerSlam mm -hmm. for the week. Mm -hmm. And during that week, yeah, Ariane asked Trinity to go to a surgeon for a consultation about breast implants, about booba. Yeah, Trinity decided this was a prime moment to bring her husband along because we needed male opinion. Oh. Yeah. And God, wow! Based, she had no her, her thinking was she wanted Oos to talk Ariane out, out of the out of it implants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he Which was he just wildly it. uncomfortable the entire time. I would be, yeah, especially the situation he gets put in. I brother, if I were him, I would have just yeah. look. If my no way, no way, no, no my, way, dude. Yeah. If my girlfriend right now was like, hey. My friend wants to get breast implants. Oh, will, right, right. Yeah. will you keep, give keep me an opinion? Paper. I would yeah. say no. Yeah, yeah no way. Yeah. I'm sorry, brother. That That's all no. Yeah. yeah. I have nothing to say. Y'all got that. I have nothing to say. Yeah, you can figure it out. Whatever you do, I support you. Cool. Yeah, so they get there and, you know, Jim, John has to wait out in the uh, in the waiting room because, yeah. you know, women yeah. stuff. Yeah, Ariane's like, uh, you know, sorry, John, you got to wait because for reasons. Boobies are coming out. Yeah, and boobies did come out because the. Uh, oh my god! I don't remember exactly what this woman's title was. She was a consultant. Consultant. Yeah. Okay, so th so they're speaking with the consultant because she's she said she's had her she had her for like ten for, years for about eight years eight years yeah. yeah said I've had my implants for eight years and then she just fucking whips them out pulls them out fucking bull titty out him out of nowhere the hammers didn't even warn them were hammering camera on her no warning at all nope. straight up right in front of the camera titty out i was like what is going on yeah, here she looked strange to the cameraman's eye yeah this is a whole different yeah i i didn't check this the, is a whole different time to show i didn't check the rating on this episode <clears throat> but there's no way it kept TV 14. There's no way. There's no way. It's it's really crazy because, like, I, I mean, I vividly remember she watching this with my out. sister. And, like, I was like, man, that's uh, kind of crazy. She's like, yeah, yeah, fake titties. And I was like, thanks, sister. Like, I didn't know what to say. I was, it was very awkward for me. Fucking yeah, so, weird, man. So she just fucking whips them out. It just full on whips him out, and she's like, "Hey, you want to feel?" And then Trinity is like, "What?" What? <laughs> confessional. confessional. She's yeah. like, "I can't believe this woman just pulled her titties out in front of us like that." And then she asks us to touch them. Yeah, Trinity, you could see on her face she was wildly uncomfortable. What is this white woman about? And very surprised to just see the the forwardness of this consultant here. Reckless abandon. Very much. She's so. on television. Yeah, this was yeah, very Trinity, reckless. Trinity lost her mind. Um, so, she's like, hey, do you want to feel him? And then, Ariane is like, yeah, yeah, fuck it, why not? Oh, they're so real. Oh, why they're not? real, they feel soft, they feel and look real. <laughs> and I'm just like, what's going on here? Then, yeah. Yeah, she gets Ariane to touch her booba. And then, or not, not on her. She gets she Trinity, Trinity to touch her boobah. She's like, damn. Yeah, she's like, damn, these do feel real. That's kind of that's kind of crazy. This is what science is doing nowadays. Yeah. And then she's like, all right, let's go ahead and get that male opinion. Yeah, so she's like, all right, John. I got a surprise for you. Yeah, oh my God, the surprise of a lifetime. Dude was like, no way. Yeah. 
so you can gone. tell he you can tell he had no idea what was gonna happen. Yeah. Like, well, she's shoot. like, I got a present for you. For sure, you can tell he did not know these titties were coming out. No, no way. He. Mm-hmm. It's even. It's even. Oh, even more so when Trin's like. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. So they bring John into the room, the consultation room, and you know, Lee just pulls her titties back out again for me. He's like, "Whoa, whoa, what, what, whoa, whoa!" Trinity's sitting right next to him, and she's like, "Oh no, it's cool." She He's pulls like, her. She pulls her titties out, and he like puts his hands over his eyes. And He's he like, turns "No." Around. Like, yeah, what the his fuck? His fiance is right next to yeah, him. Like, what the fuck? He was very confused. I also would have been very confused. Wildly uncomfortable, which you could tell that he was. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, "This is a situation no man should ever be put in." Yeah, and she's like, "Do you want to Never. feel?" And he was like, "No, no. The fuck, this is a trick no. question." He, he's gonna, he, fuck, she, she's gonna fucking. When we're gone later, she's gonna say, "Ah, oh, remember what happened in the consultation?" <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And she was like, "Yeah, he this immediately." Is yeah, he, like, he immediately fucking puts his hands over his eyes pass. and turns around, yeah. as I would, because I'd be yeah. fucking terrified. I'm on <laughs> my girlfriend. Is, bro, what? I'm not yeah, cheating in front crazy. of you. I'm touching a little bit of I wrote in my notes, man's got no clue how to even act at this point. How do you? How like, do you proceed? How do you proceed? I feel like my brain would have been just fucking fried. Yeah. My brain would have shut down. Yeah. Nope. Too many, mm-hmm. too, too much happening, sensory overload. That episode of SpongeBob where everyone in his brain and everything was on fire? Ah, that was me. Yeah, that would have been, been me. Yeah. Just... No. Don't understand. Yeah. So she says, this is your hall pass. This is your one and only opportunity. So you better enjoy it while you can. So he is very reluctant. He doesn't He's very want, reluctant. He, doesn't, he, He's should like, have, he should have, doesn't want to do it. The, yeah, he the, goes to reach and he pulls back yeah, and just the, keeps doing the it. The consultant has to grab his hand and, and force him on yeah, like, her boob. Damn. And he's like, oh, oh. I guess that does kind of feel real. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he pulls away pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah and then I, he's and then wow. he like does like a little fist bump, and I'm like, I, I, I don't think that's because he you know is happy about that. Did he? I think no, he, he was, was like, happy it was over. Yeah, he was, was like, Yeah, Trinity didn't kill me. We lived. Let's go. Yeah, yeah I survived. <laughs> Yeah, and then they showed him back in the waiting room fucking doused his forehead with water. Yeah, he literally poured water over himself. He said, oh, oh my god. Help me. I christened this entire segment as unhinged. It was. What a very... What a very uncomfortable situation to be put in. So then Trinity asks the doctor who comes in, uh, or he's not the doctor, he asks the console... The console... Console consultant? Yes. The words. Mm -hmm. My brain's shutting down thinking about this whole situation. Uh, she asks her if she gets this this surgery done on Friday, can she take a body slam on Monday? And she looks at her like, "No, the fuck, what the fuck, hell no." She so she tells her that uh, she's like, "Well, the doctor will explain in further detail about the recovery process and whatnot." So we cut to commercial. We come back. Doctor comes in. Uh, doctor tells him that the recovery process will roughly be about two months. And Trinity's like, "Oh hell well, no!" She says, or the doctor says. He says that, you know, it'd be, he said in about a month, you could do it. And in two months, you would definitely, like, there would definitely be no no issue. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, obviously that means take two, means take two, 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 two months. months. Yeah. yeah. For the love of God, please. Yeah. Before you pop a titty and you threaten your actual life. Yeah. Crazy. Before it comes out, that'd be, oh, don't need that. But yeah, Trinity says, we're not about to fucking take two months off when we're starting to get over now. Yeah, we're just rocking and rolling. No way, no bro. No fucking way, dude. So then Bri and Nikki hit the super overpriced juice bar. 
Yep. They get the the the, oh, yeah. the, the green the green go go juice. Go go juice. Was yeah. it only seven dollars? Think so. I I I would have thought it was like thirty. Just because that the kind of place that Brie would go to would definitely charge thirty to bucks. To be fair, it might have been like fifteen because I think I would imagine they're also in California for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they yeah, are. They're, they're in, in California there yeah, for sure. That. that looks like Venice Beach before tax. Yeah. <laughs> God. So stop. Brie, so so they get their green go go juice or whatever the fuck, and Nikki hates this shit already. Day yeah, she, one, she, she already she, hates. She this takes shit. a sip of it and she's like. She makes the most disgusted face. Yeah, she said, she said it tasted like a basket of vegetables. No, she said it tastes like grass. What she said? Chris, what she said? Like a basket of vegetables. Yeah, she said it just tried to taste like grass. No, she she said it just tasted like vegetables and grass and dirt. <laughs> yeah, well, Bree tells her we gotta drink five of these a day, every day, for 21 days. Now, first off, think about the fucking cost. Yeah, that's no way. Thinking. That's what I was thinking. That's crazy, first off. You're gonna come back to this spot five times a day for a month. Second, uh, you don't need to cleanse. Well, you have a liver. Your liver does a pretty good job at cleansing your body. You don't need to. Oh, that's your dickies. Oh, don't yeah. don't tell my sister that. She'll kill you. She 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 does those juice cleanses all the time. I'm like, why? I mean, spend money. If anything, it's just depending on how much she's doing it. Yeah, you know, it's just. So many extra like fruit calories. Um, what's it? Fructose. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm. it's gotta go somewhere. Yeah. Well, after one sip, Nikki is already irritable and upset. It's gonna be a long twenty-one days. Mm-hmm. So Natty seems to have convinced TJ to go out to lunch somehow. I don't know how he fucking got his ass off that couch. You know, fucking Daniel Bryan clips are going crazy for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if they go out Damn to right. this fucking seafood spot or whatever. And Natty wants to talk about the talk about wedding plans and whatever. And TJ comes off like such a fucking douchebag, dickhead asshole yeah, he does. during this. Oh, they come like an asshole this, this whole was, episode. I like, forgot about this scene, but goddamn, yeah, that shit was. was, like, she was like, Why do you even want to get married? I mean, it's just a piece of paper. Because she was like, uh, you know, I just kind of want a small wedding. And he was like, Well, damn, how small? Your family's like fifty people alone. I was like, damn, brother, shit. Yeah. She's like, well, I don't know. I think like 150 people. It's like 150 people. That's not small. It's like, damn, but you're celebrities. 150 people is a small wedding. It's pretty small, yeah. I think he forgets that. Yeah. Like, despite everything, y'all are in the public eye. You are famous. Yeah. So, like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people that you know at a wedding. No. Yeah. He was like, or yeah, she was like, yeah, you know, we've been together for over a decade. So, you know, I just wanted to go ahead and you know solidify it. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, yeah, it's I mean, just to be a piece of paper. Why do you think we really need it? We really need this whole big ceremony. Yeah, he, see, he's missing the point. Yeah, but he misses the point throughout the rest of this episode. So you know, but Nick, not Nikki, Natty is she's starting to get a little bit over his shit. Very much so. Yeah, as she should, honestly. So then I'm, we, yeah, we cut back Great. to Nikki and Bree in the car. Nikki asked Brie what animal she'd be, as if they've never had this conversation in all the years they've been together. Yeah. Uh, but Nikki is reaching her breaking point with 20 days left to go on their cleanse. Nikki says she'd be a lioness, so she could be at the top of the food chain and eat whatever she wants. Yeah, and then Brie shat on her for eating. Yeah. Thinking about food. Damn, you fat bitch. You would want to eat all you could. All right. Yeah. Oh, Rough. Crazy. Yeah. So then Trinity and John are at the pool, at the hotel, I presume. And uh, 
Ariane is still moving mad with these fake boobies. So, okay, so I didn't mention it before. Oh, yeah. She got sent home with the silicone. With some try on yeah. fucking. So she could just kind of, you know. Get a feel for it. A, a test drive, as they say. Yeah, she could take her fake titties on a test drive before they're put inside of her. Yeah. So she's wearing these fucking these silicone implants inside of her uh, top. Mm-hmm. She goes out to the pool, jumps in, and then she and Trinity find out together that breast implants float. Yep. And then Nikki and Bree are back at home. The demons are taking hold and Bree realizes what's going on. So she fucking searches her trash like an asshole. Like a weirdo. Like a freak, but it's her sister, so it's okay. It's and not finds okay. an it's empty not, wine bottle. It's still not okay. Yeah, but she was right. It doesn't make it right. Don't go through But she was right. Trash, you fucking weirdo. She was right. And if you're a woman, as long as you're right, you're right. Yeah, so she goes through her trash and finds a wine bottle and a muffin julie yeah, and there's a big argument. Yeah. And Nikki, so, Nikki's like, bro, just leave me there alone, bro. If I want to have a fucking glass of wine, I'll have a glass of wine. Oh, shit. If I want three glasses of wine, I'll have three glasses of wine, and I'll do whatever the fuck I want. All right, so Nikki's she, a line that I almost screamed at, because she was like... Yeah, I know like, what you're about to say, because it yeah, made yeah, me yeah, want to yeah, die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, you know, wine has antioxidants. antioxidants. So, so I don't even really consider it like an so classic alcoholic fucking i i think i i think i've said on the show before when we've talked about total divas i watched this my sister she reminds me a lot of nikki so that line genuinely gave me a little bit of flashback slash ptsd where i was like oh god i'll have as many as i want i can control myself i'm all for you know the whole moral of the story being that nikki really isn't fat but like this alcohol thing though that's no there, no this, this is definitely a problem See, that has been documented under, for that years that is the underlying issue yeah. of the series that they never actually address no they never address it the fact that the bella twins are alcoholics yeah more so nikki especially nikki yeah but that's just because john fucking enabled it so hard yeah he did i mean we i mean we saw how big his fucking wine cellar is but i mean you have to ask is that because of him or because of her because of her, but with his resources. True. But yeah, in a but yeah, they get into the big they get into a big spat and Bree just says, We need to look similar for this fucking photo shoot. You're it's a our thing. Fat whore, stop being fat, stop eating. We gotta, you know, ever since you came back, you already fucking put in your own set of twins, so we don't look similar. You know, we gotta fucking twins something like that that, so then we have ariane at home with her boyfriend Vinny. this guy is a fucking weirdo pervert keep this guy at least least it's his own girlfriend i guess this guy away from people god this guy's crazy yeah also you know what you're right because this guy also tried to get into a fight with fucking tyrus Vinny, bro i told y'all i told y'all how much my sister hated Vinny. I always thought it was I'm weird. Sorry, I, I never I'm understood how he got I also didn't like him. And I also he's just weird. He just is weird to me. So I don't he know. was saying all the wrong shit here. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. Because so he was coming off weird. too horny. He was so weird. Like, she, you know, Ariane was doing the, doing the test drive. She was showing out different dresses and different outfits. And, you know, he was like, what do you, or she was like, what do you think? She had, I don't know, maybe 
a cup size up from what she naturally is, I would imagine. Yeah. Because it wasn't like absurd, like that red dress that she ended up putting on. Yeah, we're, that yeah, was, well, that was definitely, yeah, it was definitely like two, two or three, three sizes. sizes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so she, you know, she put on a, she put on a dress and, you know, he's just fucking pounding her. Like, a, like he's cat God, let's fuck right girlfriend. now. Yeah, like, it's, keep, it's, keep her top on though so your tits look bigger, but let's yeah, fuck. Yeah. He's trying to fail on her. Yeah, she's like, damn. So he, she goes and gets another outfit, comes back. He's like, oh, yeah, I like Janice over there. She's like, Janice? Who the fuck is Janice? Oh, the like, bigger that's, one. That's the left one. What? And then he was like, oh, I'm already sweating. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm fucking sweating. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. All right. Yeah. Oh, he was right up. <laughs> yeah, goes, he wanted to fuck. You know, yeah, so she goes back and gets bigger boobies. Bigger boobies. And he... He has lost all control. He genuinely cannot contain himself. He was like rubbing his head she's, against the couch. Yeah, she's the like, off. she's like, calm down, dude. And like, she goes, runs to the uh, other room and slams the door. And he's like, damn. He ran away from him. I'm like, fuck, what is up with this guy? And yeah, he goes back to the couch, just fucking damn. wiping his head. And then like a fucking weirdo, he sniffed it. I'm like, what's up with this fucking dude, man? What's, what is his problem? What is his prerogative, actually? What is his prerogative? I don't, I don't know what's up with this. Wow, guy. this guy is a fucking menace, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so it's time for the photo shoot. Yeah. Brie brags about feeling so good God, after so her juice. Oh, I feel so good. good in my skimpy little yeah. outfit. Don't you just love being Niggas, able to... All right, all right. Being able to fit into this tiny little outfit. Ah. <laughs> Shut Yeah. So she storms off. Says, I'm fucking sick of this shit. Fuck. So then Nikki heads back to the trailer. Brie follows suit, and then they, they they sit down and whatever. Nikki's like, I don't even want to talk to you right now. And Brie's like, I'm going to talk to you anyway. So they have a little heart-to-heart, -heart, mm -hmm. and they make up. They didn't kiss because they're sisters, but they did make up. Yeah, I mean, Nikki says, God damn, stop calling me a fat bitch. Do you realize how, how insecure that makes me feel? Like, I know I'm thicker, but damn, I feel good in my skin. I like having curves. And Brie's like, damn, sorry, I'm just skinny as fuck. I see my flaws, yeah. my B. She we are said, both sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, she literally, she literally said, uh, I am pushing my, like, imperfections and, like, thoughts about my imperfections onto you. And that, I actually think, is a pretty real thing. Like, yeah, I know this yeah, is Yeah, it's uncharacteristically real for these two. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, so you know like, I did know. feel bad. Cause like, damn, that fucking oh, that IG, stop. that IG fucking reply was from one of the producers. Oh, absolutely. It was all oh. What do you think they oh, blurred yeah. it out? I also have True. to say, I forgot to say that when we were talking about the IG shit. Uh, not for the comment, but but seeing seeing the old Instagram UI really made oh me feel. Oh my god, old. yeah. When I saw that shit, I was like, the blue oh, and the the blue. Gross. Yeah, the really yeah, old. Real also seeing Eva with like a what was like an iPhone. Three? Oh yeah, I an think? iPhone four. No, no it's an iPhone, it's an iPhone 3. four. Yeah, probably a four no, S. No, no, oh my because god, because it was it was still the older design. It wasn't the the brick. The it wasn't was like a brick. brick. No, it was like one of the older ones I mean, that look like iPhones do now. Might have just had. An well, I'm pretty sure it's an iPhone three, but the four was definitely out during this time. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's an iPhone three. But dude, the fucking Instagram UI, and then I immediately thought about the old YouTube app icon with the TV, yeah. and my brain started to unlock fucking all these memories of 2008 and 2009 iOS, and I was just my mind exploded yeah. for a minute. Yeah, I'm actually mm -hmm. glad that old TV. Oh no, this is, is definitely a four. I hated that. This is definitely a four. Old times though. 
Fruit Ninja, Jetpack Joyride, Gun App, uh, fucking Temple Run. Yeah. Uh, Classics. Subway Surfers. I did not. Angry... Play. I played. I played Temple Run. Angry Birds A for true. Angry Birds true. Yeah, Man, especially I especially played Angry Birds whenever I went to the Verizon store and I'd play with their fucking tablets. Damn right. But yeah, uh, Bri and Nikki, they make up and Nikki's spirits are lifted and she's happy and they're ready to go do the photo shoot. Then we cut TJ. Mm. Nikki also says, yeah, after we're done with this photo shoot, we're going to go and I'm going to eat and you're going to fucking pay. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's like, I'm going to go eat whatever it is I want and you're going to pay for it. And she's like, fine, whatever. Yeah, cool. So TJ has a little surprise for Natty. So I know this shit's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was even worse than I thought it was going to be. You know why? Yeah. Because I oh. thought about a sec. I thought for a moment that this was going to be akin to when this is a future moment in a future season, I think. When John takes Trinity to a fucking drive through spaghetti spot mm. for a date. And she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was genuinely expecting something like along those lines, but this was so much worse. And, it, and this hit even harder because I've been... Oh, <laughs> pretty bad. I was... Okay, I'll talk about it and then I'll explain. So Natty's getting real real scared of the sketchy area she's in. She's getting a little jumpy. Yeah, she's like, wait, we're in a fucking strip club, fucking gun store, liquor store, liquor store, gun store? Where the fuck are you? Where are you taking me? Those who know, know. Yeah. But yeah, she's like, damn, this area is kind of sketchy, bro. I don't want to fucking, you know, or whatever. But they reach a courthouse. Mm -hmm. And TJ says that they can just get married right now. They can just walk inside and go get the paperwork done. And the second time my parents got married to each other was at the courthouse. And I was there with them for that. Going up to the fucking thingy. You got this clerk with the window and the fucking slide under thing. True. Going back and forth on the information and whatever, man. This is some of the most dreary... Bro, if you go to a courthouse to get married, that is the most dreary shit. I've, I've seen it myself. All right. To be fair, Natty was saying, rightfully, you know, what the fuck? I don't want to get married at a courthouse. This shit sucks. But also, you would still need to go down to a courthouse to get the official marriage license. Yeah, but I mean, like, but yeah. only doing that part. Yeah. I'm sure that is rough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A little depressing, I'm sure, for some people. I'm sure some people would rather just do it. Like I said, I was there the second time. I mean, I was there the first time, but I wasn't, like, cognizant of reality yet. Yep. But yeah, that second marriage in, like, 2005, man, it was grim. I believe it. <laughs> so yeah, she fucking blows up on TV. She's like, fuck you, I don't even want to marry you anymore. And he's like, what the fuck? And then she runs away and he catches up. Yeah, he's he like, damn, I really don't want to talk to your ass. He also grabs her arm pretty aggressively and then they cut. I was like, oh. Yeah. Bitch! But she pulled away. But yeah, that's when they cut. Although, to be honest, if I were TJ, I would not want to fight Natalia Neidhart. Definitely not, especially on his bum leg. Yeah, on his bum leg? Yeah, alright. Stiff kick to the knee. See you later, buddy. One sharpshooter and he's fucking in a wheelchair. True. I'll teach him some wheelies. He'll be fine. <laughs> So we cut to Ariane, who continues to be a fucking menace. She keeps doing all this posing shit with her titties. And, like, and they keep falling out. Yeah, and Trinity is like, this is why I don't want her. This is the one reason I don't want her to have this, because I'm not trying to deal with this shit every day. I'm like, I'm yeah, because Ariane, what can I say about Ariane? She, she is a woman child. She is. 
at least at yeah, this I point. I don't know her personally. I don't know what she's like in 2022, so I'm not going to pass judgment on the current Ariane Andrews. I am going to pass judgment on this Ariane that I'm being presented here in the show. And she is a child. She is like 14 years old, but a grown woman. Trinity has absolutely no control over her friend, like, at all. Yeah, she doesn't take life very seriously. Which, I mean, it's cool to have, you know, that sort of demeanor where you don't take life or yourself too seriously. And I think, to an extent, we shouldn't take ourselves too seriously. I think that's seriously. how we yeah, I don't but, take myself seriously. But, damn, have some decorum. Be a grown-ass person, bro. Chill out. Yeah. Please. I, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like it's my place to comment, but do things that make you feel good but also realize chill, chill. the people that you that you work with and are around you and how that may reflect on your personal character yeah i'm yeah. sure she doesn't care but anyway Ariane wants sandra to sew her implants into her gear for tonight which is fucking beyond od of her to ask her to do that Sandra has and Sandra's like, oh, hell yeah. yeah oh, with your little flat chest. No I don't want to see no flat chested bitch on TV. I want to see some big old hammer homers on my screen. Sandra has God damn, she said, mm, let me do these titties up, mm, girl. No qualms about sewing these titties. And she's like, yeah, actually, I think you need to go bigger. She said, I'm tired of doing these fucking sew-ins for you. Go ahead and get some real fucking implants because look at this fucking flat chest. And then it cuts to a confessional Ariane telling her that Sandra once said, you know, girl, I had a chest with you when I was like eight, which is a weird statement, but. That's what that's what was yeah. said, and yeah, it yeah, happens. I'm just thinking, sorry, what a fucking wow! No wonder she's feeling like that. The person that makes all your costumes is telling you you fucking suck for your shitty little flat chicken check. Yeah, like, I, I, I imagine that would have some sort of psychological impact, just a little bit. Yeah, damn bitch, fuck. Sandra is not helping. I wrote here in my notes, Sandra is setting women back at least 50, if not 100 years with her with her terrible opinions. Because, yeah, Sandra definitely says, yeah, I mean, you're on TV. When I watch TV, I'm not trying to see some fucking flat-chested women. And especially because I make clothes. I'm trying to see clothes that fit well. Look at this. Look at you. I'm just thinking, yeah. Well, tell, damn. tell her how you what really you... feel. Damn. Yeah, she's been waiting to tell her that. Yeah. So she gets her new top. Sewn in. Cameras. No. Stone in fucking breasted plants into her top. So she shows it off to the Bellas, Eva, and Jojo in the locker room. And they all seem impressed by how nicely it was done by the godstress herself. Yeah, they all think that her fake titties look good. Yeah, yeah I guess so. I mean, they were sewn in really well. They were sewn I in. mean, the, like the pockets, the way they were done were, I mean, they were well made. Yeah. So she goes off for a minute and she comes back to find out one of her boobies is gone. Yep. Uh, our producer yeah. comes into the locker room to inform them they're needed for the next segment. Well, first she's, she accuses Trinity. She's like, I didn't take your titty. Yeah, I'm Trinity, not trying to fuck her shit up. And then Trinity starts laughing because it's, it's a funny situation. Yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. This is what you get. Yeah. Yeah, the I producer, think that's what she said. This is what you get. Yeah. For fucking flaunting it off like that. This is what you get. So, yeah, the producer comes in, tells them they're needed for the next segment. So, even though they got like two or three minutes to get yeah. to fucking Gorilla. You're up next. Yeah. Get to Gorilla. It's, you're, you're coming up. So, Ariane... Just freaking out, panicking. Abs absurdly childish about this entire thing. Panicking, freaking out, fucking pacing the locker room, saying, you know, I can't go out there. I can't even go out. I can't even go out. Yeah, I can't go out. That One, she's saying, I cannot go do my job. And she's saying, you know, look look at me. Look at this. Like, I can't go out there with a titty like this. Flat one's titty. Out, and one's going to be flat. Yeah, this, this shit sucks. I can't do that. Do your job. Yeah. 
So she she hits the bathroom, fucking stuffs her shit up with the tissue paper. You know how it goes. Uh, I I wrote, hope that doesn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> so backstage, the Bellas are watching the show on the monitor when WWE Champion John Cena comes through. At which point, very robotically, Nikki reveals, like, "What are you doing over here? Like watching wrestling? Oh, you're watching wrestling? Yep, that's that's very good. Yeah." <laughs> Nikki reveals that she was the one who stole the titty. Uh, she's like, "It's just a little rib, brother." John Cena says, "That's that's very mean of that's you. That's very that's very rude." Yeah, Dan, that was not nice of you. Yeah, and he walks off. He's like, "Damn, you're gonna do that to your friends, huh? This is what you do to your friends." Well, <laughs> while you're doing that, I'm gonna go be in the uh, the good section, not tormenting my friends. I'll I'll go be I'll go over there uh, with all the good, <laughs> all, all the, the good, good people. Yeah, I'm going to heaven. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I'm not know. telling you anything. You, you don't already know. know. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, uh, the match goes on and whatever. It was uh, tons of funk against 3MB or whatever. And she was on the outside anyway, so it wasn't even yeah, a big it deal. It didn't really matter. But it didn't fucking did, matter. They did do a chest bump, and I was fucking terrified. Yeah. So, the match ends. Tons of funk win because 3MB suck. Although, they rule. They do rule. Uh, they, she, they come back. Nikki's like... <laughs> I think I found something for you or whatever. And she's got the titty. And then as Aryan comes over, she fucking pulls the tissue paper out of her chest. And she's like, oh, my what? gosh. Yeah. Bruh. And then Nikki had a line. And honestly, it's exactly what I was thinking. She pulled out the toilet paper and she was like, oh, I thought that was going to go on. I thought that was going to be more. I thought that was going to go longer. I was like, yeah, I also expected there to be a comically large amount of toilet paper stuffed in her bra. But no, nah, she kept it conservative, yeah. I guess. Yeah, she pulled a fucking rib. I was just surprised she didn't actually say that. It was just a prank. Yeah, she didn't want to give away the terminology, no, yeah, right? Like, she's on camera. Yeah, she's like, here, you know, the WWE. Prank. She's like, here, the WWE, we're a family. We like to play jokes on each other. We like to play little pranks on each other. I was waiting for her to say rib, though. Yeah, she, yeah she was pretending the biz. Brother, pretending the biz. There was a fucking shot where they showed the ring being set up. Yeah. Does it matter? Doesn't it? I didn't see what matters is the, the words. The terminology, you know, those smarks, you know, they can't build a ring in if you showed them how to do it. But if you tell them about a rib, they're going to go on and on about it, you know, shooting up the hip. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. No, I'm right. Exactly. Yeah, Thank you. You're not wrong. I win this segment. Oh, my fucking God. It's always about winning. Yeah, it's always about winning. God damn. So, yeah, Nikki apologizes for fucking ribbing her and whatever, and they're all cool. So, who cares? Uh, so then Eva joins the other ladies in the locker room and Arion decides that she doesn't need big boobies, but instead a big personality, but she did not say that last part. Yeah. She basically just said, you know, I, uh, I don't want to send a bad message to little girls. I'm a role model. I don't want to send a bad message to little girls. And she did not care about that at all. God. No, she never cared about that. I don't know how she came about that 180. No, because Trinity said that shit to her or whatever. And she, I, she was like, oh, I totally agree. But I knew I knew in my heart of hearts that she was lying. She was, she was only saying that because it made her look good. Yeah. I just find it funny because Nikki, the one who got breast implants, is oh, the one who pranks her. Yeah, she was like, yeah, having big titties is great. I got all these yeah. curves and shit. John loves it. You know, that is weird because Nikki, yeah, did, Nikki wanted her to get breast implants. Yeah, no, Nikki was like, yeah, you should fucking but... do it. Do it. It'll make you happy. And then, like, after this... Brie grabs the titties and she's like, "Oh yeah, I wonder how I, how good I look." And Nikki's like, "You fucking do it. Titties look good." So like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nikki, Nikki wants Nikki, everybody to have big booba. Yeah, I think. Well, I'm considering the state of the wrestling business as it is. I'm sure 
the uh the, the straight percentages are quite low <laughs> oh yeah i agree so, amongst across the board i imagine so just i think it's just the nature how it is yeah so as we close out this episode natty returns home to tj who had to run that last one back yeah one more time so he broke out the rose petals and the candles and the wine and the strawberries and the chocolate and yeah, the man, fucking man whoo! spent a cool two hundred dollars i'm sure probably which is nothing no. but yeah i mean you know he was like you know i understand that you know uh i wasn't giving what you wanted but i don't i can't read your mind girl yeah, so yeah, if that's what you wanted you to set it yeah if you don't think i'm romantic just tell me and i thought He's still a dickhead. My my final note for this episode was Natty gets tricked into apologizing to TJ about this whole situation. Yeah, that definitely yeah. is not. Dude, cool. all right. All right. He tricked her into apologizing. Oh, I so that is so toxic. He definitely gaslit the shit out of her. Because he gaslit the fuck out of her. It was not Bro, I don't understand how Natty was like, oh, yeah, you know. Oh, I was just out of I line. Just, I, I, I was out of line. I just wanted to be more romantic. I thought you didn't love me anymore. Maybe you didn't think I was sexy. I thought we had lost part of that relationship. Like, what? He did not want to have sex with you. Huh? I just didn't understand. Yeah, no way, dude. Yeah. Fucking Honestly, crazy. I, I mean, I think it was very revealing when TJ completely no-sold her in her underwear. Yeah. Like, yeah. no impossible challenge pass. I, I I also know, like, I know the show is not real, but imagine if it was. I, I wonder what happened to Natalia that she's posting incredibly revealing photos with her sister on Twitter now. You know, I wonder. I, I wonder. mean, if this show were real, that one episode where Natalia's boyfriend comes back or whatever would make a lot more sense. Mmm, I forgot. Yeah, about that. that. Oh. Like right before okay. the wedding or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, right in front of yeah. No way, bitch. What the fuck? The fuck? Be real. No way, bitch. What the fuck's wrong? Be real. Like, believe that. Be fucking real. Yeah. Be real. But yeah, that was Total Divas season one, episode four, yeah. subtitled "The Fat Twin." Turns out Nikki was not the fat twin. She never yeah, she's was. Just comfortable in her own skin, as she should be, because as all the fans of that autograph signing told her, "You're beautiful." Yeah. Well, goddamn, pal, that was the 82nd episode of the Taking Louis Pressing Podcast. We've been your boys, Andrew, Marquise, and Max. And uh, yeah, be sure to check us out. Follow us on Twitter at TOPRSPod. Click the link in the pinned tweet if you want to join our Discord server, if that's something you want to do. Uh, check us out on all the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Anchor, Poppy and Podcast. <laughs> and all the other ones. Be sure to leave us five-star reviews on all the podcast platforms, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We highly appreciate those, and we'll, leave, we'll read those out live. Well, they'll be live when we say it, but we'll, we'll be recorded. Yep. But we'll say it. Yeah. We'll read it out. Yes. And be sure, if you want to go crazy dummy cracked mode, check us out on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Pod. Again, big shouts out and thank you to our $10 patron Aiden and our $1 patron Thief. I appreciate you all. And uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us for... 82nd episode, trekking on towards 100. Uh, yeah. And uh, goddamn, we'll check you all next week. See you later. See ya.